My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM. Every show, I bring you the most relevant topics on better health and wellness, and I bring you the best guests in the industry who share the newest and most up-to-date information that we all need to know about. My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning to you. I hope your day is starting out on the right foot. Well, maybe even in the right direction. But look at it this way. If you just got out of bed and it's not going good, go back to bed, roll over, get up and start all over again. It might just be exactly what you need. Because I got to tell you, the day starts when we get up in the morning. We either treat ourselves really good, have a smoothie, take our supplements, chill, relax, meditate, exercise, do something because it sets the course for the day. Throughout the day, we eat as well as we should and we make sure that our body is working in every area as well as it can. And then if not, we pay attention, ask questions, dev a dialogue, and get those questions answered so that we're able to do things a little better. Every day on the show, the Staying Healthy Radio Show, Monday through Friday, I bring you the best minds in the industry, the best educators in the industry, so we can talk about the things that are applicable to our world. Because we all want to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy, but it's not easy. It takes time and takes effort and we have to have some patience which is not always easy for all of us myself included but with a little bit of patience and a little bit of direction you'd be surprised how much better you could feel every day now i send you to stay healthy health food store because it makes great sense stay healthy health food store is las vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the las vegas valley they're a one-stop full service location a fully packed full service store with the best of the best in every department and what really takes them to the next level and elevates the quality of the store are knowledgeable informed educated relevant and passionate people to work with Because let's face it, when you start getting healthy, you know, you got to kind of be honest. You need to have those dialogues so you're heading in the right direction and you're not just guessing your way through it because that's not going to help anybody, you know, be all they can be and be as good as they possibly can be as well. So head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. For mail order services, call them at 877-2494, 877-2494. And don't forget about their webpage, 
StayHealthyLasVegas.com. StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Enter your email address, partner up with them, start getting coupons and newsletters and alerts for in-store promotions, and also that great information that we need to know about that pops up in the industry and in the world around us, all at their webpage, StayHealthyLasVegas.com. And of course, all of my shows are podcast and archived for on-demand downloads at their webpage. You can listen to any of the shows when it's convenient for you, hear a show a second time. Send a friend to hear a show that you might have heard that you thought would be awesome for them. It's all about education, and I can't stress that enough. Well, today we're going to talk about our guts, and yes, it's a Q&A show on Enzymedica. We're going to be talking about awesome products, but we're also going to be bringing your questions in. You guys had some great questions for Paul. My guest today, Paul Davison, believes that Vibrant Health is a choice available to all of us. For over 15 years, he's been a fierce advocate of organic and non-GMO foods and supplements, herbal healing, healthy living, and socially responsible business practices. Currently, Paul serves as Executive Vice President at Enzymedica, overseeing domestic and international sales, as well as Enzymedica's professional line, Enzyme Science. Prior to joining Enzymedica, Paul served as various leadership roles, including Vice President of Sales at New Chapter, Vice President of Sales at Plant Fusion. A West Point graduate and former Army paratrooper, Paul has undergone both Army Master Fitness and Yoga training and has regularly appeared on radio and television shows, as well as live speaking engagements from coast to coast. Why? Well, to discuss wellness, natural living, and conscious business. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Paul. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing super duper. How's everything in your world? Everything is pretty darn good. Yeah, we're finally breaking out of the uh, the the frigid, frozen tundra of <laughs> Los Angeles this summer. It's been it's been not just frozen, but wet too. You know, so yeah. it's, we're starting to get a little sun. But actually, the weather's beautiful. You know, not too hot. It's been it's been nice, and the hills are green, and with all the rain that we got. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk about the gut today. The gut is the yes, brain, sir. the center brain of our body, because, you know, the yeah. reason that I specialize in the gut, and it's been my favorite thing over the years to talk about, is because of the fact that I know that if you do not have a digestive system that's working, it means that nothing else you're trying to do can be effective. And that could be yeah. getting the benefit from your food, your supplements, and in some cases, your medications. We can't prosper. We can't rebuild. We can't rejuvenate, rehydrate, relubricate, fix, digest, assimilate, and put our body in a healthy place if our gut is not working. So very, very important. So I'm going to ask you this question from me. If you okay. had to pick the one thing today that causes us to have poor digestive systems, where would you point that finger? Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. I mean, I, Jeff, I think that that question probably might differ based on, you know, I, I wonder if there's a one size fits all answer to that question, because, you know, one thing that we know about digestion is, especially with respect to our enzyme production, our, our internal endogenous enzyme production is that the when we age our body's ability to produce enzymes uh degrades um it's it creates what we call an enzyme deficiency so so aging will do that so typically you know so if you're talking about a young person you know their enzymes are probably okay 
you know, they're there unless there's some other sort of health issue. But then when you're talking about young people, their diets probably stink. <laughs> you right. know? So, you know, I, I think and then but when you're talking about older people, you know, like you are a healthy guy. I, I'm a healthy guy. You know, I try to do my best with the foods that I choose to eat. But you know, I do have to deal with enzyme deficiencies because you get to a certain age and there's just really nothing you can do about it. And then it becomes helpful to to supplement with enzymes. So I, I think, you know, I, but if you, if, I, if you had to back me into a corner, it's, it's probably the foods that we choose to eat in our lifestyle. You know, it's not just what we eat, but it's how we eat too. You know, I think that it's, you know, clearly we want to have you know, seek out whole foods and grains and plenty of greens and good fats and things of that nature. But, you know, our society is is so fast paced that, you know, some of us were eating those good things, but then we're eating while we're driving to work or we're eating while we're sitting at our desk or we're shoving food, food down our throat before the next Zoom. And, you know, we're not treating our body with respect. So, yeah, that was a long. I, I evaded your question, Jeff. I think that's how we would uh, answer that one. <laughs> it's all right. You did it in a very roundabout way, about three times, but that's okay. You did drop off some good points along the way. All right, I'm going to dive into these awesome that's questions true. that have come in from our listeners. Uh, the first okay. one says, Jeff, would you ask Paul what he thinks about this? Is age one of the main factors for poor absorption as we grow older? Yeah, well, yeah, and I, I basically just said it, you know, so we talk about, I mean, from, you know, I, my, my base of knowledge is obviously stronger with enzymes, you know, so that I, I tend to think about when I, when I know about family, friends, people I interact with, people in the field who have digestive issues, obviously, my first question is, are you taking an enzyme? You know, and, and I really, you know, and, and you mentioned this just a few minutes ago, where, you know, that when we take foods or when we eat certain foods that are great quality food, but we don't have the ability to break them down. Um, it's in a sense, it's like, you're, you know, you're, you're not getting the, you're not getting the benefit out of those foods. Um, and, and because of what I talked about earlier, which is, uh, enzyme deficiencies. And so when we talk about enzyme deficiencies, I already, just, I already mentioned it in the previous question, but you know, we talk about three factors, lifestyle, genetics, and aging. Okay. So lifestyle refers to how do you live your life? What kind of foods do you eat? You know, drugs, alcohol, recreational, you know, that type of stuff. Um, uh, and then when you talk about genetics, it's clearly, you know, things that you you're born with. Right. And, and we know that there are certain populations, certain demographics that, you know, because of thousands of years of living in a certain environment, some populations are better with dairy. Some populations aren't as good with dairy. Um, some populations need more fats in their diet just because of, you know, the environment in which from a genetic standpoint, those populations, you know, kind of in the olden days came from. But aging is that one that, you know, we really can't do much about, even if we take care of ourselves and even if we look great, you don't you, your body is still aging and unfortunately our enzyme production degrades with aging and i i've used this example before but you know for me personally i was a person who did fine with dairy for many years and then all of a sudden one day i woke up and i really couldn't eat things like ice cream 
and I just knew I just got uncomfortable. And it, it got to the point where it just wasn't worth it. And and look, I, I like sweets, Jeff. You know, I, I, I'm I'm a healthy guy, but I, I also believe that life is for the living too, you know, and there's no such thing as health food heaven. So I, you know, I think it's important to enjoy the the wonderful things that life has to offer, which sometimes might mean sweets for people. We got to do it in moderation. But for I just cannot do dairy anymore because my enzyme production went down. My ability to break down dairy went down. So absolutely, age plays a factor in that for people. Did you say, what did you call heaven? What did you call it? Health food heaven? Uh, health health food heaven. Oh, yeah. Lord, I'm going to be, I'm stealing that. Yeah, um, I love it. It's true though. And life is short. And, you know, people say, you know, yeah. I, they have to go all or nothing. Now there are situations like celiac disease where you go all or nothing with gluten. But there are people that have gluten mild intolerances where they're able to bend a little bit like a willow tree and not snap like a regular tree. You know, they can be more flexible, but I don't think that total deprivation is the key to anything. No. Yeah, no, I agree. And and yeah, me personally, I I tend to avoid gluten. I don't, don't, I'm not celiac. I, I don't, I'm not sure if I even have an intolerance to it, but I do tend to avoid it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I, well, actually nowadays with the cauliflower pizzas, I actually don't mind that crust. I I'm perfectly fine with a cauliflower pizza crust, but when I went to Italy, I'm having pizza, you know, <laughs> and, but I bring my glutenies with me, uh, just to help me with that because it's pretty complex, believe it or not. It's not just about carbohydrates and bread. There's actually proteins, um, in these breads. Uh, and that's, that was the thing that really was a mind blower for me with gluten is that it's, it's really about breaking down the proteins, um, in, in there to, uh, you know, to, to alleviate those symptoms, but yes. Okay. All right. Well, next question. Hey, Jeff, the next time you do an enzyme show with Paul from Enzymedica, could you ask him this? We're having a debate. Can you have okay. trouble digesting only one food group or is it all or nothing? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, great question. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, for me, like I said, I mean, dairy, I have a problem with. I have a problem with dairy. So, so if, if that's what they mean by food group, you know, whether you, you mean like, gluten, dairy, um, you know, the one, the one that, uh, a lot of people overlook is how difficult certain vegetables are to break down. Um, you know, because the, or complex carbohydrates, um, you know, there's different material in these, um, uh, like cellulose that's in, in, uh, plant membranes that can actually be pretty difficult uh for the body to break down beans yeah so yes i mean there's definitely certain individuals who are born with uh you know kind of fewer enzymes and and less of an ability to break down a specific food group and then like i said over time you can develop a deficiency in those enzymes and and like i said those sometimes that is lifestyle related i mean there's certain medications there's certain disease states that can influence the gut. I mean, we are learning every day how much the impact, how important the gut is on overall health. Um, you know, here at Enzymedica, we talk about, um, I always, whenever I do a lecture or, you know, get an opportunity to talk about enzymes, the first thing I usually say is I, I go back to Hippocrates. I go way back in the day, 2000 years ago, and he said that all disease begins in the gut, you know, and I think that 
I, when anybody is facing almost any kind of an issue, um, often the gut is, is going to be a part of that. And, and now the latest science is starting to talk about just the connection between the gut and the brain and cognition and mood. Um, so the, the gut is a absolutely essential uh, part of the human body. You know, you've probably heard this statistic a million times, but it bear, bears repeating for the new listener, which is 70% of the immune system cells are contained within the gut. And it's funny, Jeff, I have to tell you, like, you know, we've been in the business for a long time and you've probably heard that stat like 7,000 times people say it. But, you know, when I was developing some of the educational materials for Enzymedica, I wanted to go find the actual study that, that explained that. And I did, I did find the study. Um, and it is true that 70% of our immune system cells are contained within the gut. The other one that was pretty interesting, and this is where, you know, the linkage to, um, to mood and to to our brain health, 90% of serotonin is produced within the GI tract. And serotonin, of course, is the hormone that's responsible for, uh, one of the hormones that's responsible for our mood. And as we know, especially now in this post-COVID world, if I can say that, um, that, you know, a lot of people are struggling with mood um, and serotonin deficiencies. Uh, and there's absolutely a linkage between uh, people's gut health and that. And then, and then we know that the, the digestive tract is um, part of the endocrine system, and it's one of the largest organs in the body. Um, actually, is the largest organ in the body. And finally, the, um, the, the bacterial flora that exists within our gut is absolutely essential to um, our health. And we, we have more um, non-self cells in our gut than self cells. In other words, we have 10 times more microbes living in our digestive tract than human cells in our entire body. Um, and so maintaining a healthy and diverse microbiome, and microbiome refers to the community of organisms living inside and around our body, um, the, the whole key is to maintain microbiome diversity. And we have been doing, and I, I think your listeners probably know, but um, you know, we have our own research lab in our facility in uh, Venice, Florida, as well as we have an affiliation with the Ross Camp Institute in Sarasota, Florida. Two PhDs on staff working at Enzymedica, and there has been tremendous discoveries um, as of late regarding en an enzyme's ability, a digestive enzyme's ability, specifically digest gold, to positively influence our microbiome. We know that. And there's also some really interesting emerging uh, data talking about um, how enzymes can, can influence cognition as well and brain health and um, brain aging. So really, really interesting stuff. Thank you for that. This this is another one, not from the same person, but she says, is it possible that I could have problems eating a certain kind of food type, um, but not have trouble with other foods? My question is, I can eat Mexican food, but I can't eat Indian food. I can eat Chinese food, but Japanese food doesn't sit well with me. How is this a thing? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look, Mexican food and Indian food is different. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, they're they're. I mean, they, it's funny that, that those are grouped together because, you know, I, sometimes 
in a way you think of them, you know, because there's legumes in both and, you know, the, the rich sauces and, but, but, you know, and, and this goes back to my new chapter days um, as well, which is, you know, those, let, let's look at Mexican and, and Indian food, you know, you have different types of herbs and spices that are present in each of those. So all of those herbs and spices are going to have an influence on your body and um, in, in, in your ability to digest and your inflammatory response. Um, you know, a lot of times food sensitivity is an inflammatory response. Um, so, you know, it's important to look at, um, you know, what are the spices, what are the herbs that are used in preparation? Um, you can look, sometimes there's some com commonalities, but oftentimes you're going to see different types of herbs and spices between Mexican and, and uh, Indian food. And then, you know, same thing with Chinese and, and Japanese food. You know, I mean, there's, there's obviously a difference. And then, it, and then it's like, are you eating Americanized Chinese food? Um, what's the quality of the food? Is there MSG? You know, what are the different types of, um, you know, fillers and oils being used? It, you know, it's, it's a difficult question to answer because it's like, if you're, you know, what's the quality of those types of foods? But, um, but they're, they're different foods. I mean, the, you know, uh, J Japan's an island separated from, from China. I mean, they're not the same country. They, they have different foods. They have a different, uh, you know, one could say they both eat with chopsticks, but, you know, I think there's a lot of differences between those, those foods and, and also some of the spices and things. I mean, you don't typically think of those foods as being as spicy, but, you know, Japanese food, one thing, you know, that I know about Japanese food is, you know, they, they, um, they're pretty big on um, things like miso, fermented soy mm -hmm. that have a profound benefit on digestion and on uh, modulating an inflammatory response as well. And, and Chinese food doesn't really use miso to the same degree, if, if at all, the Japanese. And that's just one example. You know, Japanese food tends to be higher in fish contents and, and seafood and things of that nature and the oils that are contained there. And then obviously certain individuals are going to have, you know, individual, um, uh, what do you call it? Intolerances to, or sensitivities is the word I was looking for, like sensitivities to, for example, shellfish, you know, like my wife, for example, like she, she can have salmon, but she can't have tuna, you know? So it's, it's much more complex than just saying Chinese food. You know, I think oh, you have man. to look at, well, what's in this dish, you know, and do I know where it was prepared? Do I know the quality of the sauces and oils that were used? Um, you know, do I know the quality of the meat? You know, there's a lot, it's, it's a lot more complex. Unfortunately, it, there's not an easy answer to that. And it does require us and we talk about this all the time, Jeff, is about taking responsibility for our own life, taking responsibility for what we put inside of our body and really saying like, this is, I, I refer to it as, this is the body temple, you know? And, you know, I believe that we have a part of us that is intangible and that lives forever, our soul, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to get, you know, uh, I don't want to go down that road necessarily on this on this show, but um, but we have a body, and one thing we know for certain is that we get a body when we're born, and we lose it when we die, and it does degrade over time. And so we are best served to treat our body like a temple, to to treat our body with respect and love, and try to put things that we 
have a sense and a lot of us have an innate sense of what is good for us and what is bad for us. And unfortunately, there's a lot of things that quote unquote taste good, but aren't necessarily good for us. But what happens, Jeff, and I know you know this, that over time, when you start to adjust your diet and make better food choices, that, you know, like I have, I've said this a million times, I love sweets, you know, but I, I don't eat a, you know, like I love birthday cake, you know, like when it's my birthday in the house, you know, like daddy's like, they better give me an awesome cake, you know, but it's like, I, I, I'm not going to eat a cake from Baskin Robbins. I'm not going to eat a cake from the supermarket necessarily, you know, unless it's like an organic grocer or organic bakery or, you know, things like that. So it's like, and what you find is then your tastes change. And then the things that you used to think tasted good, you literally can't even put inside your body anymore because your body knows, um, you know, the, the fast foods and things of that nature, um, the things that are, you know, cooked in saturated fats and fried and, and things of that nature. Um, so, you know, I, I, I just think, you know, I think the, the theme, what I get out of your show, Jeff, and, and definitely our conversations, you know, because I listen to some of your other guests, but the theme I find is about taking charge of your life. You know, this is your body. It's your body. No one else's. What are you going to put inside of it? You know, I was listening to, a, to your point, I was listening to a lecture and the, the gentleman holding the lecture said, if you could have any car in the world that you wanted, what would you have? And everybody's raising their hands and yelling things out. He goes, the only drawback is it's the only car that you get your whole life. Yeah. You never get a second car. You can't have a second car. If you ruin this one, you walk or you take the bus. It's just the way it yeah. is. How good of care will you take care of that car? And everybody's like, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take good care of it. Oil changes, rotating the tires, you know, all that stuff. And he goes, why do we not think the same way when we yeah. think about the one body that we're given? Yeah. No, and I like that. I, You know, it's interesting because when you started to tell that story, I thought you were going a different direction because mm -hmm. I've heard, you know, sometimes people will say like, oh, if you have a Lamborghini, what kind of fuel are you going to put in it? Uh, you know, no. premium or, you know, but, but your example actually is better. Because I, sometimes I feel funny giving that, the, the one I was saying, uh, you know, because it's like, yeah, obviously. But, um, and it's also kind of like, but your thing, because then all of a sudden I had this visual image in my mind of my car. And like, how clean do I keep it on the uh -huh. inside? And, you know, is it going to work? And like, yeah, like imagine driving your car for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. You know, like you got to take care of that bad boy if you want it to roll for you for that long. So that's, uh -huh. I, I, that you're, that your analogy is much better than the one I, I was using. <laughs> well, you know, you know, we just have to think that we have to take care of ourselves. And a lot of us don't do yeah. anything until we have a flat tire or we I burn know. out the engine or we have a, uh, I know. Um, a problem with suspension or brakes or calipers, or we get a leak or something. And then we're all concerned. We're all in, you know, yeah. but before that, you know, we're not And the same thing with our bodies. You know, people do anything. I mean, with guys, it, the body parts have to be falling off before they really start to, you know, know. Um, really so get true. a focus. So okay, cool. True. Thanks. Thanks for answering that. Um, yeah. Here's a good one. It says, my doctor has had me on Prilosec for 10 years. I will say that it did make my annoying symptoms go away. But to your point, Jeff, I know I was just covering up the problem. My new doctor yeah. took me off of it because he said my liver enzymes were elevated and now I'm a mess two weeks after not having it and I don't know where to start. 
I have everything, mm-hmm. gas, bloating, heartburn, indigestion, everything, everything, no matter what I eat. So I know I need to do something. I want to sneak my Prilosec back again and cover it up, but I know I need to get to the source. That's a great oh question. Oh my goodness. Oh God, such a great question. This this is like this falls into the category of one of the areas that Enzymedica is most passionate about right now. Um, it is and you saw us at the booth and expo and, and just our focus on heartburn. Um, it is absolutely horrifying what these drugs can do to us. Um, and, you know, so, so Prilosec is a, is what's called a proton pump inhibitor, PPI, you will hear. And, and your listeners can go onto Google and, and type in PPI lawsuits, PPI side effects. Uh, and it's actually, it's absolutely horrifying what's out there right now. There are right now 13,000 lawsuits pending for injuries from PPIs. PPIs are meant to be taken for 14 days at a time. 14 days at a time. That's that's what the label says, okay? And there are people who are literally on PPIs three, 365 days out of the year, okay? So because when you take a PPI, effectively, it just shuts down your body's ability to produce stomach acid, okay? And stomach acid, and, you know, that's the culprit, quote unquote, behind heartburn, right? Because the sensation of heartburn, it's not in your heart. It's in the area, you could say, generally of where your heart might be, because it's basically the, there's a a doorway on top of your stomach that leads into your esophagus. Actually, it goes the other direction, right? It goes from your esophagus in your stomach, but there's a doorway up, up top there. It's called an esophageal sphincter. And different sort of factors can affect it, but sometimes that door gets left open, okay? And uh, lifestyle, particularly obesity, can play a role. Pregnancy can play a role. Lots of different medicines can affect your body, can affect um, your your esophageal sphincter. Um, Different foods clearly can trigger it. And so then the stomach acid you know, splashes out of the stomach and into the esophagus. And that's where it creates that burning sensation because that's basically what's going on. You have acid inside your throat, you know, inside your esophagus, right? And so getting back to PPIs though, is the body shuts down, right? Shuts down the ability to make those. But there's a concept that's called homeostasis. Homeostasis is the body's always seeking balance. So when you shut down proton pump inhibitors or I mean these proton pumps inhibitor when you shut when you shut them down the body will just make more of them and and so then you just have this never-ending vicious cycle of you know constantly trying to overproduce and make up for what the medicine's doing to shut down and that's where you get all these side effects and and I talked about doing a google search for the side effects I mean you're talking about one of the scariest side effects of these PPIs are these um cognition diseases um, that that they're causing. And a lot of the lawsuits um, have to do with that. But they're, they're not just that. I mean, there are also um, different types of, um, you know, osteoporosis problems, um, kidney disease. Um, you know, I, I, I already mentioned dementia, I think. Um, so, um, you know, very, 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 very uh, scary stuff. So then people are like, okay, I want to get off. 
that well they put down the PPI, and then they have all the symptoms that your 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 questioner has, and then they say, well, gee whiz, like I know it's not good for me, but I I can't live like this. What am I supposed to do? So they're very difficult to get off. Very difficult to get off. So my my heart goes out to your listener with that question. And I'm sure you have tons of people listening right now who have the same issue. And I, I talk to people all the time, you know, that have this issue. It's, it's really, it's really horrifying. Um, so the, 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 the challenge is then, okay, so what do you do about this? So one of the areas that, that we, we feel, and I'm so passionate about this, Jeff, because of all the things I already said, you know, the, there's health issues, there's lawsuits going on. Um, and, and these manufacturers, actually, we saw this during COVID, these drug manufacturers, OTC manufacturers, you know, all that stuff's coming from China, typically. And they were having severe supply chain issues as well during COVID, I remember. But anyway, so but what, what Enzymedica does is um, we have a couple of products that address healthy stomach acid, right? Because like I said earlier, stomach acid is, is not the bad guy. It's not the boogeyman. You know, it's just like inflammation. We talked about in my old days at New Chapter and stuff, you know, where, you know, inflammation is the culprit behind, you know, all these different types of health challenges, but inflammation is a natural human process, right? It's just when inflammation gets out of control. Same thing with stomach acid. Stomach acid, you need to, to digest your food. <laughs> you know, you require it. There's a reason why there's caustic fluid inside of your stomach. It's to help you break down. Right. And, and it, it works with the enzymes to break your food down. And the other thing that stomach acid does, which a lot of people don't think about, I thought about a lot during COVID, was um, that's a great way for pathogens to get into your body through your food. You know, where sometimes we might be eating something that doesn't smell bad, doesn't look bad, but there might be bacteria. There might be some other type of pathogen on that food and the stomach acid's really great at neutralizing that. So you don't want your, and that's why even things like Tums, you know, not a PPI, you know, it's, it's, it's an ant acid and it's calcium carbonate. And, um, you know, it's a, you could say it's a natural substance, but it neutralizes stomach acid. So again, it's not really solving the issue. It just neutralizes the stomach acid. Um, and then you get basically addicted to those over time you know, and then you can't live without them. So, so what we do is we have the most unique, the most effective, the coolest product with respect to um, heartburn health. And we, we market it for occasional heartburn because we have to, because it's a natural supplement. And what it does is it's the, the main key ingredient in that is something called um, alginate. And it comes from this brown seaweed. And this substance you know, all natural substance, when this substance comes in contact with like the moisture in your digestive tract, it basically engorges and forms like this, uh, it kind of foams up in your stomach. I know it sounds weird, but it foams up in your stomach and forms like a raft that creates a physical barrier at the top of your stomach that doesn't allow the stomach acid to, to seep through the open esophageal sphincter. So even if your esophageal sphincter isn't working properly, you don't want to shut down your body's ability to produce stomach acid. You just want to keep the acid where it belongs in the stomach. And so what's so cool about this, we make a tablet. We've been making it for a few years. It's called Heartburn Soothe. You chew the tablet and you can actually start feeling it in your mouth because you start to feel like it's, 
it's not doesn't don't don't get the wrong idea. It doesn't foam up in your mouth, but you can feel some action going on. And then, you know, as you digest it, it finally gets into your stomach and it creates that raft and it stops that stomach acid. People who take this product, their their symptoms are relieved within minutes. You know, wow. the other the other population that gets stomach uh, heartburn a lot is our athletes too. A lot of athletes get stomach um, get heartburn issues. A lot of people get it when they sleep, because when you sleep, when you're in that prone position or that you know horizontal position, you know your everything kind of like your body gets out of alignment, and you know so the stomach acid could seep out that way. We just launched a uh, a liquid form of this. Um, as well. So it's like a, a shot. It kind of looks like maybe a five hour energy shot, for oh. example. You know, and uh, we had that at the show. It tastes awesome. It has this like kind of like a orange cream, creamsicle flavor. Yeah. And you just drink that and then you can go about your business, you know. So I think, you know, for your, your person that asked the question, um, I would absolutely go seek um, Heartburn Soup. And if, if they've already put the PPI down, you know, yes, it's going to be hard. Absolutely. And uh, obviously I'm not qualified to give med medical advice um, in any way, shape or form. It, you know, it's advisable to, you know, talk to your healthcare professional about, Hey, I'm on this thing and I want to get off. And I will tell you that I personally consider, this is not in any way, shape or form medical advice, but I would consider you can layer in the heartburn suit, you know, as you're tapering off these things and that you're going to start getting that natural support um, for you. And um, I, I think it's, I'm, you know, it's almost like a, it's like a moral cause for us right now, this heartburn issue, because it affects so many people. Right. I mean, it's like one in three Americans have an issue with heartburn, you know, so it's very, very prevalent now. Now, sometimes, there is a um, just I'll, since we're on the topic, Jeff, if you don't mind. Uh huh. Great. The uh, sometimes people think that they have heartburn, uh, but it actually could be not enough stomach acid. Sometimes it feels a little similar, low stomach acid. And usually, if you eat and within 30 minutes you feel bloating, you, you could potentially have low stomach acid. So, we make a product for that too, uh, betaine hydrochloride. Um, and you can take that to help actually boost your stomach acid. So that's just something to think about um, as you approach, um, as you approach that health, that you know the the stomach health. And then the final thing I will say is, if you had a long period of time of heartburn, you probably have some damage to your gastric cells. And there's a couple different things you can do to support that. The heartburn suit I talk about does have some herbs like prickly pear that can help soothe and repair damaged um, gastric cells. And um, Enzymedica also makes a product called um, Acid Soothe that is another product that can also be really good for more like long-term restorative repair and rebuilding of the gastric cells that have been damaged from like a lifetime of heartburn. You know, to, to one of your points you just made, you know, years ago, people used to ask me, they go, how do I know if I have too much acid or too little? Yeah. And I would have them drink um, uh, a little shooter of apple cider vinegar after their meal. And uh, if they got relief with it, they didn't have enough acid. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, and, and apple cider vinegar, I mean, while we're talking about it. Is, yes. Probably everybody should be taking it anyway, honestly. Ap- apple cider vinegar is uh, profoundly healing. You know, it's been it's been used for thousands of years, you know, um, from, it's actually the Phoenicians, they started making cider, um, which, and, and, you know, they, they used it as a, a tonic and they used it as part of their rituals and ceremonies and things like that. And basically what apple cider vinegar is, is just kind of like apple juice or apple cider that's been allowed to ferment. And then the sugars, you know, because obviously apples have natural sugars in them um, and they they turn into alcohol and, and what you just mentioned, acetic acid. And acetic acid can help restore low stomach acid. And um, but also what's but the, the gold of apple cider vinegar is something called the mother. So if you get like a bottle of Bragg's, you know, because they make the liquid um, apple cider vinegar is probably the, the best quality in the industry, I would think. Um, you see on the bottom of that, there looks like this weird sediment on the bottom of uh, apple cider vinegar. And those are those, all those beneficial acids. In there are probiotics. You already mentioned the acetic acid, antioxidants, phytochemicals, all of that. That's kind of what makes apple cider vinegar a superfood. And if you're going to take apple cider vinegar, you can either go the hardcore route, you know, and, and take a shot, which is, 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 uh, dope is cool. You're, you get points for doing that. Uh, a lot of people don't like it though. Cause it, 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 it's like, uh, like when I do it, it's like my whole body, like kind of like shivers and like it's intense, you know? Um, but also it can, it can, it can damage the enamel on your teeth. You know, so if you're going to do it, you should also like gargle afterwards and stuff because over time that can actually cause some damage. And, and you know, some people just don't do very well with that. Um, and so they want to take a capsule form. Um, and the challenge with that is a lot of a lot of the, the apples, we, you know, Enzymedica came on the scene and we looked at that market and we were like, oh, my God, there are things uh, being sold as apple cider vinegar that are only acetic acid. See, there's a difference between something like apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, but it, it isn't acetic acid, if, if that makes sense. It doesn't equal acetic acid. Acetic acid is a component of apple cider vinegar. It's one of the things inside of apple cider vinegar. But a lot of these, uh, unfortunately, you know, I call them the fly-by-night companies that go out there and they will market these products and they'll be incredibly cheap. And they don't even contain any apples at all. And so, um, you know, when, when we, we saw that as, as an opportunity and, um, and a, a disservice. In fact, University of Arkansas did a study um, and they found that, um, uh, that the, they, they tested eight different brands of apple cider vinegar. This is before we made ours, but none of them contained actual apple cider vinegar. And they also found that people were getting like esophageal injuries from it because it's all this acetic acid that they're taking and it's like, you know, really damaging their digestive tract. So our apple cider vinegar um, capsules, um, each each bottle, the 60 count, like 60 capsules contains 10 
uh, wild picked apples and the mother. That's the most important part. Like a lot of these apple cider vinegar supplements don't have the mother. So you got to make sure that the mother's in there. And we also have, we just launched a, um, a gummy and everybody's like, oh my God, another gummy. Oh my God, there's so many gummies. Please no, please no. <laughs> but we looked at the gummy space and there's gummies out there that, that are not serving the population. There's gummies out there that are marketing themselves um, as, as an apple cider vinegar gummy, but they have no claim whatsoever about the mother being in there. Or they're marketing themselves as apple cider vinegar gummies, but then they, they're serving up that apple cider vinegar in sort of a proprietary blend with like 10 different other things. You don't know how much you're actually getting. Mm-hmm. True. So, so we, we formulated ours specifically. And actually, I just got the report. We're the number one seller in the apple cider vinegar category with our gummy. And the gummy, now it's like the gummy, all the apple cider vinegar gummies. Like I used, I, I was at the store the other day, Jeff, and I saw apple cider vinegar potato chips. <laughs> it's like everybody's putting apple cider vinegar. But, you know, but now now it's like it was saturated. Um, and and our, our product, I think, is the only one that's growing because people realize that it, it's actually legitimate. And that's why I love working for Enzymedica is, you know, we, we really stand by our quality um, about what we put on our products. We don't get into something unless we feel like we have a better story to tell. Uh, we don't do Me Too stuff. We, we constantly look for, hey, we're going to introduce something that has an interesting, innovative story, something that the market is missing, and we want to fill that hole. If there's other things out there that are awesome, like we, don't, we have no interest in, in doing the Me Too game. And so I think that's why our apple cider vinegar is such a rocket ship for us. You know, I did vinegar, apple cider vinegar for years and years and years. And I was such a dedicated uh, disciple to taking liquid apple cider vinegar. Then I got Mm -hmm. to the point when I couldn't even look at a pickle. I couldn't even eat a pickle. I couldn't even pour, I, I couldn't even mix it with olive oil and put it on my salad anymore. I had to switch over to like balsamic. I just couldn't do I it. Then I switched over and I've been using your apple cider vinegar oh, since you. then. I love them. And I can too? do I just didn't want to rinse my mouth with it anymore. I just couldn't. And I have a lot of dental work, so I was actually spending a couple minutes after swishing and gargling and rinsing off my teeth every time I did it. So it's um to your point, I mean, I moved over to yours. I love it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, me too. And it's part of my, that's one of mine I take every day. Me too. Me too. For sure. Yep. Yep. And, you know, people get like weight loss benefits. There's other things, but it's it's also just one of those general tonics that I think everybody should just take. I agree 100%. And I yeah. think it does things that people don't even realize. And, you know, yeah. this is nothing new. This is not something that just popped on the pharmaceutical no. counter this week. <laughs> I mean, people doing apple cider vinegar for a very long time. Let's go back to Johnny Appleseed, if we will. Oh, yeah. And before that. And yeah. before that, exactly. You know, so um, very, very important to do this. Let me see. I think I have time for one more quick question. Yeah. Let me see. Jeff, my son is 17. Although he's been a really fast eater, he's learned to slow down. He has terrible digestion like my husband. He gets bloating and heartburn and indigestion. I was thinking about putting him on the Digest Gold or the Basic and then maybe Mm -hmm. something for acid. What are your thoughts? Could you do it on the next show? I know I'll hear it that way. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I can answer that real quick. I mean, I, yeah, I would have probably said uh, to start with Basic probably only because only because digest gold's really powerful mm-hmm. and you know some people quite frankly don't need that much and and you want to make sure you know that 
I have these terrible like analogies. It's like, you know, <laughs> like using a bazooka as a fly swatter. Like, is it going to work? Yeah, sure. But is it necessary? <laughs> Maybe not. Right. I know that's like the vegans will, you know, trigger warning on that one. But, you know, so like um, Digest Basic is literally I always say Digest Basic is the third best digestive enzyme on the market. <laughs> the second best digestive enzyme in the market is digest. And now it's going to be called digest complete in a few months. But, um, and then the best digestive enzyme in the market is digest cold. Uh, digest basic is an amazing digestive enzyme. It gets overshadowed by digest gold because that's our, you know, that's our big number one and it crushes and it's awesome. And it has a few other things in it. Um, ATP, which the digest basic doesn't have, but digest basic has a perfect, complement of enzymes to cover, you know, most full meals and it's, you know, small capsules. And what I always recommend is try to digest basic for, you know, and you should usually feel results pretty fast. You know, like it's, I always say, you know, the digestive health consumer is the one consumer you can't lie to, you know, you can take the vitamin, but do you feel it? Do you feel your fish oil? You know, do you, I don't know. Do you feel your probiotics? You, you will feel a digestive enzyme. So I would recommend, and my kids, I have two girls, 13 and 16. Um, again, you know, you have to like, I think, I don't have the bottle in front of me, but I think sometimes we put a disclosure on about um, only being for adults, only because of the capsule itself. You know, like you don't want to tell a little kid to take a capsule. Right. Um, and we do, we do do a, a, a chewable, actually. Um, and we have a digest chewable and a kid's digest as well. Um, so that's another option, um, to, to look at. And we're, we're actually developing another chewable. I, I won't share what it is just yet, just so it's an exciting thing that launches later. But, um, so there's a couple options for kids. Um, just again, my parents, I mean, not my parents, my kids just totally anecdotally. I'm not giving any advice, whatever. Disclaimer, disclaimer. But my kids, I have a big bottle of Digest Gold that I put into a mason jar and it sits on our kitchen counter 24-7. And every meal, my kids all take a Digest Gold. You know, and it, the, you can't take too many enzymes in the sense that uh, there's something called the law of adaptive secretion. So that kind of gets back to that homeostasis discussion that if, if you if, if you're consuming if you're consuming an enzyme that your body's already making, your body will slow down making what they're what the, the enzyme is. And then the body will also excrete whatever's extra. It, there's 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 no such thing as really like a, an enzyme injury. Like you can't really, but it is powerful. So sometimes people will take digest gold and they'll be like, oh my God, like I've got to go to the bathroom and things like that. Like, so I do recommend start with basic, okay. see how that works for you. If it doesn't work, you can double, you can take a double dose because digest is basically uh, 2X digest basic. Okay. That's, that's perfect. No, 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 no. That, that's, that, that exactly. I know she's going to be happy with that answer and she knows your line. So that makes it even easier. Well, my friend, we're up against the hour. Um, thank you for these great answers to these questions. And as always, just such a fun, pleasant conversation on something that's important. I really appreciate having you here. Thanks for all you do. And thank you to Enzymedica. Yeah, no, thank you, Jeff. I always love talking to you, man. And and I consider you a great friend. So uh, till next time.
Be well, my friend, my and your family as well. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. My guest today, Paul Davison, representing Enza Medica. Paul and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, we did radio shows, and he was at New Chapter, radio shows, and he was at Plant Fusion, and now for a long time at Enza Medica. Always brings his A game to the radio show. You can walk away knowing, learning, being educated, and informed. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Let them help you with your nutritional profile, if you will. Most knowledgeable, educated, informative, and passionate people to work with at Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They make it easy. They're a fully packed store with the best of the best products and great full service values. Uh, you're not going to make a mistake with all that guidance and all that great selection. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday for mail order services or, you know, maybe during those crazy weeks when you got a lot on your plate but you need to get your stuff, give them a call. They can do mail order or they can just get it all together for you so you can run in, swoop in, pick it up, and be on your way. Don't forget to fill out the drawing slips in the store uh, for their drawing basket of the month. Um, sometimes they do two baskets from some of their favorite companies. They start in value about $150, and boy, they go way up from there. Great baskets, just packed with great stuff. So fill out that slip every time you go in. Go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Become part of the Stay Healthy family. Enter your email address. Start getting newsletters and coupons and alerts to promotions and all that good stuff just for entering your email address. The website, stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. And remember, all of the radio shows are archived and podcast there for on-demand downloads. You can listen to shows anytime you like. You can go back and hear it a second time, and you can send a friend to hear something that you think they may benefit from. Have a great day. Thank you to Enza Medica. Check out all those products that stay healthy. Thank you to Paul Davison, and thank you to you for tuning in and getting healthy today. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Tune in Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM for the most up-to-date information on your good health and well-being with the best guests in the industry who are here to help all of us get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. My show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to talking with all of you again. Stay healthy.